Welcome back to the Corona League Podcast, everybody. We First of all, we'd like to start off by thanking everybody for tuning in to episode one. Uh, it was a great success in our eyes, and uh, we can't wait to bring you guys more great content. For today, we're going to have somebody filling in for Mal. He couldn't make it, and so uh, filling in his spot is the Steelers fan we all love to hate. It's uh, my little brother, Tristan. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Expect some crazy stuff to be said out of his mouth. He uh, he really has some ice cold takes a lot of the time. And no control. <laughs> I say room temperature takes. No control. <laughs> but uh, to start the show off, we're going to talk about the Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson injury. Um, specifically, let's start with the Carson Wentz injury. Um, so basically, it was a broken foot. Or a broken bone he had in his... crazy. He would get injured right after I picked him as a breakout player. That's just crazy. Disrespectful, too. I mean, bro, we all we all just talked about how uh, we expected a, a big season coming from him this year Thanks. and Thanks. how he was going to ha- recover from everything that happened in Philly because, Thanks. I mean, like, like we said, his roster was way better around him, and one of the people that we thought was going to make him better was Quentin Nelson and uh, happened to get the same exact injury. Same so, time frame too. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Carson Wentz's injury dates back to high school, actually, the which foot is injury? Really? which yeah. is really surprising. I heard that. They uh, they said he broke the broke the bone in his foot in high school, but it never became dislodged, so they just let it heal. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he he took a misstep or step back hard, and the bone dislodged itself and started piercing him. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and five to twelve week recovery. That's that's big, especially me as an Eagles fan. That uh that first round pick is one hundred percent in jeopardy and I I actually sure. looked up some uh some stats on this and I got it from NBC, um, so sixty eight plays per game is what the Colts did last year. Now to reach the seventy five percent uh snap count for him, that means he could only miss four games. So he would have to come what week seven? Mm, no, no, he would have to come back by week, week five four. at the latest. Oh, okay. At the absolute latest, because the and deal not is miss a game either. the deal is it's a, con- a conditional two. But if Carson Wentz plays seventy five percent, no playoffs, the Eagles get a first round pick. Or if he okay. plays seventy with playoffs, they get a first round pick. So based on the sixty eight pl- uh, plays per game that the that the Colts had last year, that means seventy five percent with no playoffs, he could only miss four games. So you're hoping for the five weeks missed? Now he he might be able to miss yeah, more than that. Yeah, I was cause... I was gonna I was actually gonna agree with you on that because the five weeks it's I feel like it's a lot That's preseason. easier. That's four. You're gonna miss four weeks in the preseason because this week the preseason count. But yes, I don't think it, it, were they counting to preseason? Yes, yes, yes. From surgery is when the five to okay. twelve weeks. So you started. get four okay. weeks from the preseason, even though preseason is shortened to four weeks now. But they they just three shorten, weeks. They only shorten the games. They still have two weeks from the end of the third preseason game to the regular season instead oh. of one week. They do. I did not. Yep. There's two weeks now. So, so you're they, hoping for minimal time, basically. What I'm basically hoping for is. Yes, I I hope that he can get back in the four games because I don't, God forbid, say he tweaks a hammy at the end of the year or gets a concussion, misses a game. Yeah, well, he, also if when he comes back, you like you got to think like Quentin Nelson, 
Um, if he comes back and Quentin Nelson is still out, is that going to be an effect? Because you got to well, think Quentin Nelson is like Quentin Nelson said this. he want to be back by Bro, one. He same said. exact injury, same exact know, but, table. But who has Quentin the worst Nelson's, injury? Like that's the Quentin thing. Also no, it's literally the same one. exact injury. Yeah, there is no worse. Yeah, same exact right. injury. I, I I could be wrong, but I'm even pretty sure it's on the same exact foot too. It's literally yeah, but, they went and got surgery same day, same surgeon. Bro, they their surgery was hours yes, apart. Yes, but I'm saying like from my viewpoint, like. Are they gonna come back on the same week? Yes, but how do you know that? That's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. But the, according, Nelson if there's said? no setbacks, they'll both be back at the same time. Yeah. And if anything, Quentin Nelson will be back sooner. He's younger, he less health he, issues. He said he's not sitting out that long. He exactly. He he's a big, he tough offensive lineman. He's not gonna sit out. No. Does this officially make Carson Wentz injury prone? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, he's been injury prone. So. I think I was about to say I thought. I he mean, he literally got bopped Philly. on the helmet lightly and got a concussion. No, that was that was an illegal hit. It was an yeah. illegal, very illegal yeah. hit. Yeah. That was a Different very topic. illegal hit. But this, I think, this makes the Eagles trade look even that much better. Honestly, because if you look at it like this, because I I thought of it like this, I was upset to see him go, but I think there was no way the Eagles could lose that trade. You know what I'm saying? We we got a third round pick off top. Then we can get a conditional two that turns into a one. And that says if Carson Wentz plays good and plays that amount of snaps, that means, you know, yes, he was a good quarterback and we lost out on a franchise type quarterback. But we get a first-round pick, hopefully to make up, hopefully to maybe Jalen Hurts or the guy, Deshaun Watson, or somebody to draft next year. But like he got hurt in this case, it makes the Eagles look just as good too because now they can say, see, we told you. We drafted Jalen Hurts just because he's injury-prone. We trade him, and now he's injury-prone again. He's hurt again. Yeah. And – I just think, honestly, that kind of makes the Eagles look good. And I don't get me wrong, I never wish injury on anybody because I, I, you guys know, I support Carson Wentz. Makes Harry Roseman look better too. That's what I'm saying. It makes the Eagles look good. Nah, seriously though. I mean, you're not Shoot wrong. But here, here's my thing. I don't know if I misheard you or I misunderstood the trade that happened. But you said they got a conditional second round pick that turns into a first. I thought it was a third. That turns into a first. No. It's, we got a third from, got for this picks. year's draft. Yes. We got a third from this year's draft. We traded that to move up for Devontae Smith. Yes. We get a conditional two in next year's draft that, that can, can turn, turn into, into a, a one. one. Okay, okay, okay. I misunderstood that trade then because I thought it was a third that turns into a first. No, nope, so nope, nope. Thank you for the clarification on that. And so uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about Jacob Eason taking over? For Carson Wentz, I really, I really haven't seen enough of Jacob Eason. Is so is he a rookie really or is a second year? He's second, second year, year but he was Washington. a fourth round pick. Yeah, he transferred from Georgia to Washington, correct? Yeah, yeah. After yes. Jake Fromm took yeah. his job. Dude, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that losing Carson Wentz is that big of a casualty to the Colts. I don't think Carson Wentz is that good of a. I think losing Quentin Nelson. I said that too. I said that too. I mean, yeah, because I mean, because now Jacob Eason doesn't have a a foundational piece on that offensive line to block for him. You know what I'm saying? Because the running backs exactly Jacob Eason, but that's it still affects Jacob Eason because now Jacob Eason can't rely on the run game as strong as he would have. Yeah. He not he doesn't have the time to set up in the pocket. I'm sure they have good backup options. I I honestly don't know right now who the backup option is for Quentin Nelson. Yeah. But you can guarantee Quentin Nelson. Nobody's gonna stack up near to Quentin no, Nelson. He's, he's not replaceable. He's the best guard in mm-hmm. football. He he might be the best offensive lineman in football because he can play all five position. He can play four out of five. He can't play center. center. He yeah. can't play center, but he can play four or five. That. 
Well, we don't. Right, <laughs> he we don't, don't. Do that. But he was a tackle in college that moved to guard. So it's not right. like he can't do it. He played in uh, at Notre Dame. So what is that? The uh, Is that the Big Ten or is that the SEC? They independent. Are they independent? Notre Dame's independent. Okay, so either yeah. way. All right, well, with having Easton coming in and being the starter, and I know that the Colts announced that, there's still a possibility that they do make a trade or a signing to bring someone in, and uh, this is just some buzz that's around Phillip the league. Rivers. Philip, yeah, Philip Rivers is Phillip Rivers a, he's one of those too. guys who could come back from retirement. Uh, but it makes sense. I also yes. heard of a Nick Foles trade. I think that, that would shatter. That, that, that would, would shatter. That would be the worst thing. Like you don't you don't want to do that. Like that is what was the demise. Of Carson Wentz in Philly, unfortunately, it, even though he won a Super Bowl for Philly, that was definitely that was, part of it. It, it was, was one of the it, yeah, part of it. that would mess with his mental so I mean, dude, much. Carson Wentz, it, it seems, it seems like Carson Wentz can't handle that uh, guy looking over his shoulder. It doesn't. Say, he, I can't escape this. Guy. Now, now here's yeah. here's another thing about that. What happens if Easton comes in and just like rocks it and does solid. Well, I mean, the Colts really don't have too much future commitment to Carson Wentz. His contract goes through uh, 2023, I want to say. Yeah. But years. they can get out of it after this season. That's three years, right? No, they can get out of it after this season. Oh, okay. So, Like I said, I haven't seen enough of Jacob Eason, so I really don't no, know. No, not at all. I, I really, there's a reason he, he went in the fourth round. He was solid in college. There's yeah, a was. reason he went in the fourth round. Keep that in mind, he... He wasn't a top-tier quarterback coming out of college. I think also playing in the Pac-12, not really, <laughs> not too much great college football out there. They got a little bit of good football. They, they got, I no, mean. They don't play no defense. Out no, there. that's what I'm saying. They don't. Absolutely so, zero so defense. That, most I mean, most if, college doesn't play defense if you really want to be, like, honest. Say, look at college. It scores uh, even in the I mean, the SEC is the, the SEC only SEC division plays. that really. And Big Ten. Certain Big yeah, Ten Big teams. Big Ten plays defense. But, but it's not like that, like. Upstanding, well. Well, that's defense. why you see that these players that come from the SEC, they're ready yeah. for the NFL because they actually teach. The SEC there. is the mini NFL, really. It's it's like the farm system to the NFL, if we're being that, honest. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna have to move on to the next topic, and so uh, these these next couple topics, we're gonna talk about a couple young cornerbacks that got cut to uh, these last couple days. Uh, to start, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Vikings' first round pick from twenty twenty, Jeff Gladney, idiot. I never even knew about the situation. So like, That's what I'm saying. I, like, they kept it under wraps right for a long it, time. It came out, I think, of what two months ago or something like that. But it, it kind of got it, it kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because there there wasn't any official charges uh, filed against him, but it turned out being a felony domestic violence. Oh, and so that was like- he, from what I've read, it was it was some graphic stuff. Uh, I don't really want to get into it because domestic violence is obviously never okay. Never, never not at all. And Very sensitive topic. It's, yeah, it, it, it triggers a lot of people. And uh, so we're not really going to get too deep into what he did, but just know it was And there's a reason absolutely why, disgusting. And that, there's a reason why every player that gets in domestic violence gets you cut like it's just but it wasn't also just any domestic violence it was a felony domestic violence charge that that and my thing is when you're a first round cornerback it's stupid going to the vikings you have you you have the world in your hands like you have everything you want right in front of you and you you ruin it for what 
like that, 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 just that, can't control. I mean, but that's the, it's control just like, yourself. Like, at the, I mean, at, it's and as easy as you think it is. My, know, my biggest thing is some people will try to blame the woman here. And I think even if the woman is toxic, you have to be the bigger man and know to step away. You're yeah. you're a millionaire now. Definitely you are nationally televised. You're on a platform. You you, like you are. There's no way like you're not gonna get caught doing something if you do it. That's just simple as it is. Uh, oh, excuse me. As simple <laughs> as it is. The NFL has too many of their their legal teams that dive into every single aspect. And look, it's just like Reuben Foster. Reuben Foster got caught beating his girlfriend three times but went back to her every time after he got arrested. Yeah. But keep in mind, she was also domestically abusing him, so it was it was a two-way road for them. But Still not right. just think, that is so stupid. Reuben Foster was a hell of a talent. Was he a first-round draft pick? He was a second, second because round. of his, yeah. his problems. I was about to say probably. And his problems that started in college Transferred to followed the NFL. him to the NFL. And... And yeah, Ruben Foster never understood the moment of I need to separate myself from this female, and obviously Ruined Jeff Gladney did not get that message either. And you gotta you gotta wonder what type of morals do these people have to end up hitting women or children, whatever they do. It's just sad. And frankly, he deserves to be out of the league. Especially after he re- no, he's not. He's not gonna come back. Well, if he like does, this, it's gonna be why Geis like is still out. An ongoing case, like did they find him guilty? Yes, he got. Or, he just got charged with felony. Yeah. He so he's gar- he's gonna go to cho- he's gonna go to court, and they're gonna. But there's apparently he drug her from the car and stuff like that. And is uh, there a video? Uh, no, I don't think so. But it was some. I think somebody saw it happening and called the police. But um. Well, witness is enough, honestly. Yeah, and yeah. obviously the NFL doesn't tolerate At any all. type of domestic violence, especially since the Ray Rice case. That kind of really put everything on the forefront. Um, that and Greg Hardy. Yeah, the only person I can really think of who's come back from that in recent years Kareem is Kareem Hunt. Hunt. But I think that's because his wasn't as heinous of a yeah. thing, and really there was wasn't. some there was some racially by or racially uh, Joe moti- Mixon too. Yep. Well, Joe Mixon, that was in college. Yeah. Somebody was fighting his sister or something, and he stepped in to defend. And Jameis Winston as which well, right? Obviously, no. He did. He was sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, sexual yeah. assault yeah. and stealing. But with uh, crab leagues. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> who, stupid. Who, who was the one that it was like in a, it was like in a, like a fast food restaurant or somewhere. I forget what player that Joe was. Mixon. That was. Oh, that, that was, was Mixon. That was Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. All right. It was at a bar. He. Uh, he ended up fighting somebody or punching a female because they were fighting his sister. Yeah. And then that happened with Ezekiel Elliott too, right? Uh, Zeke was at a concert. Zeke right? was yeah. at a concert, drunk. Yeah. No, I don't understand. But but like we were saying about the Kareem Hunt thing, his was the the female that was racially attacking him. Um, not saying that she deserved to be hit or anything. But you can more understand where yeah. he, he, how somebody would lose their temper over something racially motivated, especially in 2018. Yeah. Um. So let's move to a slightly lighter topic, still in the realm. Uh. <laughs> give me some. Uh. Give me some. You know, slack on this name. It's a <laughs> Panthers cornerback of JT. I want to say Eb. Ib. I don't. Ib. Yeah. Uh, He's undrafted. 
cheap shot. Very extreme cheap shot. How from do you guys the, feel about from it? From the footage that I've seen, I don't think it was that big of a hit. So I'm guessing it was more to that. I, I want to, I want to say that of course, because you know champ or champ camp gets <laughs> chippy around this time yeah. of year. You've been running against the same guys for now almost two two three weeks now. Um, the hit didn't look crazy, but it Damn. definitely was late. Yeah, it yes, was definitely sure. a late hit. And the ball was already out of his hands. Yeah, the ball was ball. long gone. The Keith Kirkwood was, uh, or is it Kirkland or Kirkwood? I think it's Kirkland. No, it's, it was uh, mid tackle too, wasn't it? I think or it's Kirkwood. He already tackled? Nah, he was getting tackled by somebody else, and he came over the top and cracked him. Um, I think honestly, I think honestly, he was just trying to make a play. I, yeah, he's like, definitely like, just an undrafted guy, probably trying to make a play. Like, get out but he got out kicked there. out of practice instantly, so it makes me. Lead it leads me to think that there was probably something that built up yeah. to this because, or if he kind of got caught cocky and was taunting him after the hit, seeing him passed out, maybe that. But it most definitely had to do with something leading up to that. That's what I I'm. It's that. This is all speculation, of course, but but I don't think you get kicked out yeah. for a bad hit. Not even I honestly out. think he another he got, that he got kicked out and then cut the I next. I think day. another reason for that. No, it was the same day. It was within yeah, the hour. Oh, it was the same day. Yeah, he oh, the same day. got hour? cut within. He got the, yes. Cut. Yeah. So the wow. reason I think he got cut is because you got to think that is your own teammate. He look. He most likely was wasn't going to make the squad. I mean, I think if you're. He was most likely he was undrafted. That not all the time. You get like one undrafted player makes the roster usually. One to and, two usually, yeah. and that is not every team that does that. You have to be a star. Yeah, you have to have a nice camp. Like but you have to sure. have a but great. But the Panthers really because he was a corner. But we don't know this guy. Nobody. I've never heard of this guy. They they, they, they have, have enough corners. corners. Yeah, they have enough. The thing is, you took a cheap shot on your own teammate That's on the first day of camp. So I think with first day of pads, not first day of camp. Yeah, my bad. Thank you for correcting me. It was first day of camp with pads on. And for you to just go out there and take out your own teammate, he went out on a stretcher. Yeah, that's... Like, you that's, can't be doing that. And especially because the information has come forward about concussions and CTE and everything. It's it's a scary thing, especially I've suffered multiple concussions in my playing career. And obviously, I never played at an NFL level or even a high college level. But um, concussions are not fun. They are absolutely not fun. And... Um, Keith Kirkwood or Kirkland, I, I'm sorry if I'm screwing up his yeah. name, but he's going to have to come back from that, and it's going to take some time because due to the nature of he him having to be taken off on a structure, there's, there's definitely going to be some – some he, it's going to be a little, a, a little bit of a longer recovery from the concussion. Um, I know my last one took from November all the way through January to recover, mm-hmm. so um, – and I didn't even get I was knocked about out. Saying, your hit probably was not even. I like yeah, I I made the hit with yeah. my head and caused the concussion. So I have nobody to blame but myself. Um, but he's gonna have some stuff to come back from. Absolutely. I just want to make another point about uh, JT with his release. Like, if it was a guy like, I mean, I know Richard Sherman's not on the team, but I'm just gonna use him real quick. If Richard Sherman was the guy to make that hit, he's not gonna get cut because he has a name built. For him, I this mean, is their, their rookie first round pick. Who was it? Uh, J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn. If he made that hit, he's not getting cut. Yeah, obviously, but the man the has had no name. No, yeah, like, he had no pool in the organization. He, he, literally, he was probably just trying to make a name for himself on a big play, but did it at the wrong time on the wrong player doing the wrong thing. Like you just got to watch out with that. Unfortunately, yeah, it's that's what there, that's, there's 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 things that you want to like pick and take on like 
doing that. Like, you can't be super aggressive. Like, yeah, you're trying to make a name for yourself and try to make a roster, but, like, you can't be doing dumb stuff either. And, dude, that's first thing on pads, too. Like, they didn't even, like, that's not even, like, warm-up. Like, hey, just... welcome to first day of pads. I mean, that's, that's what happens. <laughs> that's first what day saying. of pads are, is people always just, like that. It's probably adrenaline, too. People are hyped to like, start hitting first day of pads. That's, it, that's absolutely what it was. Um, But we're going to have to move on to the next topic, and... Seems like the Vikings are hot topic this week, especially with uh, the quarterback situation and COVID. Whole QB room got And cold. I also found something out uh, that was really interesting and kind of <laughs> funny and makes you lose any sympathy that you did have for the Vikes. Um, on Vikes Wire, it's a power. It's like through USA Today. Okay. Uh, it's like the Vikings page through them. They reported that the Vikings are the lowest percentage team in the NFL amongst vaccinated players. And that's why that happened. The like majority of the teams like 85% vaccinated. Yep. The Eagles are are above 90. Wow. So are the Ravens. So the Vikings are at 70% and that's with yeah. people not even being Lamar's fully not. vaccinated. <laughs> Is he vaccinated? Lamar's not vaccinated. No. The, it's funny the governor just came out Larry Hogan, the governor just came out and says like said that Lamar Jackson needs to get his COVID shot because he doesn't want him missing any games. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry Hogan. Hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy Seafood needs to come in and pull their special. How they usually get players to sign there? Give this man so free crab the, cakes like, for life or something. What's the whole backstory about their whole QB room getting COVID? Like, so, QB so basically, all, all, all three, all three only QBs. only seventy percent of their team is partially vaccinated. That's wow. partially. Only 64.5% is fully vaccinated. And you got to keep in mind, they're at 90 right now. Rosters are at 90. Yeah. So you're telling me about 55 people are fully vaccinated? Around there, probably. Around that? That's that's pretty sad. And the Vikings owner even came out and said, I'm very disappointed in where we're at. We're behind. And... I'm not on here to to tell anybody, oh, go get your vaccine, go, you know what I'm saying? That's your own personal choice. But when you sign that contract, even coming into the season, you knew it wasn't going to be COVID free. COVID is obviously still here. Be a good teammate. Be a good teammate. They literally just came out the rule. If you have a COVID outbreak, you the game's forfeited. I'm not saying that would make me get the vaccination, but one. It would make me definitely think about it. That would, and two, that would be a thought. It, it would make you think, like, are these people going to be more safe? Because you got to think, these players are still going out and doing stuff. They're not just going to practice. Especially the really young ones. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to think, like, are these guys, these guys need to make better choices. And, and it obviously. And guess who, you're talking up. about the young guys. Guess who actually tested positive? <laughs> the rookie quarterback. Kellen Mod. Actually. The young guy he's tested probably positive. That, he's probably the one that spread it. To be honest. Well, was they, he, or was it Kirk? No, they didn't. Te- Kirk and the other quarterback didn't test positive. Okay. They they only had a uh, quarantine because of close proximity because they're all in one quarterback room. Okay. Kellen Mond is the only one who actually tested positive. I mean, let's be honest. He probably got that check. I mean, he's a rookie. 
probably wanted to go out. Did y'all hear about the rule that they trying to make? Talking about putting tracking devices on them? To see yeah, that's well, that's weird. That's, that's weird. Yeah. That's you can track them around the building and see what they're doing. Yeah. Like, that's normal, the contact tracing and yeah. everything. They, but these are adults. Bro, they do it anyway. Like your your phones track you. <laughs> We're not going to this is not a conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is this is a sports let, let, podcast. Let's take a step back. Yes. <laughs> um you but they they did end up <laughs> they did end up signing a couple uh and I don't mean to be rude, but they're nobody quarterbacks, and they're going to get cut as soon as everybody gets back. They're just back. there it's, to fill the spots. Yeah, it's kind of sad, that, but that's the business of the NFL. It's uh, Speaking of replacement quarterbacks, is RG3 still a free agent? Yes. Sir. I actually just saw a video of him throwing the other day. Spire. But uh, they signed. Why did y'all get rid of him? He was actually that's asking so for weird. a lot of money. Like, wow. it, it, he would be more expensive to keep, and, like, they just – with having Chase McSorley and Tyler Hundley, the uh, I have trust in Chase on Chase. Chase. It's just cheaper because they're on their rookie right. deals. So. Yeah. yeah, it's just save so, money. The Vikings actually ended up signing Danny Etling and Case Cookus. Who? Said Danny Etling. I think I he was a Patriot. Was he a Patriot? Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. Um, nah, he had a long touchdown run against the Giants, like the last preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like seventy yeah, yards, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah he I cooked them. I remember are, that. Are we boosting preseason plays now? Did he make the team? Yes, he was on the team, but he was like a Mark. Pra- he was probably practice squad. squad. Yeah. Say, Yo, he was a practice squad player. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo, all right. Um, so, do we all agree that be a team player, be a good teammate, go yeah, get the vaccine? You make millions of dollars. If it really affects your body that way, you have the money for treatment. Go tell D Hop that. But. I know D Hop's like a very spiritual guy yeah. and and very he's very all natural type of guy. But dude, you're you're the second highest paid receiver in the league. You gotta suck it up and get the damn vaccine. I'm sorry, but the only time honestly NFL players shouldn't get it is if like medical reasons. Yeah, yeah that makes you, sense. I also think because of the the complications with the people who had COVID prior with certain vaccines. Um, it causes some issues, and I understand if you had it, then that's a real prop. That's a real thing. But but don't tell me you don't want to put something in your body, but then you're drinking alcohol because everybody knows they're adults. They drink alcohol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't tell me don't tell me you don't want to put something random in your body, but then you're you're a young guy out with every other female, whoever. You know what I'm saying? I I don't. That doesn't fly with me. Yeah. But. If we can all be under some agreements that just get the vaccine, I think we can move on to the uh, to the next topic of uh, of the Giants fight. And <laughs> I got into a big argument today in our in our fantasy it. group chat. Man, our friend Dimir is a diehard uh, Giants die fan. Diehard. He and I can I can honestly respect this man. He he stuck through the 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 Ben McAdoo days, the Definitely. Pat Shermer, the end of the Tom Coughlin ben era. He's an Eli though. Manning fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he loves Eli. So Definitely I mean, um, but my thing is, do you guys think this is a sign of bigger issues with the culture, or do you just think it's camp being camp getting chippy? I think it has to do with both. Now, yeah, I mean, look, every team's getting in a little scuffles. Like, that's going to happen throughout camp. I mean, it happens throughout Absolutely. the season. Absolutely. It's not even a camp thing. Like, fights break out. But, like, I mean, everyone gets over it. But 
like you made your points earlier when you were talking to him in the chat. What it's been two players that have re- um, re- retired. I was about to bring that. Is it up. two or three? Yeah, we're, two players retired within like what? How do you week? just? I understand. I understand day? the the Joe Looney thing. He said his body wasn't quite the yeah. same. I get it. I get it. But Todd Davis. Yeah. Out it, and then especially I saw Dimir sent this tweet into the chat, and this is really what made me mad because I'm not going to mention any names because <laughs> I'm not giving this man any any take or any free publicity yeah. but my college coach the <laughs> absolute worst type of guy he he was the same type of guy i'm gonna wear you down wear you down wear you down and like i get it be tough on your players i love that i love being held accountable yeah but there's different levels but to it i was trying to tell him being held accountable and being disrespected as a grown man is a different thing definitely oh, for todd sure. davis his what sixth year in the league, and he's being told to run laps until he until the coach is tired. Yeah, like that's high school. That's yeah. bush league. Yeah, definitely. This is the pros we're talking about. This like, is a grown. That's what I'm saying. This is a grown man we're talking about. And I was saying to Dimir that just because that culture is working now and everybody's oh yes, I want to be held accountable. I I want my coach to tell me what I'm doing wrong. This that and the third. Sounds good and nice right now. They haven't played any games. They haven't strapped up against anybody. But once they start losing, I'm not saying they will, but if they start I losing, I was about to say, if they start losing, game. just think about it. No grown man at 4 and 11 is going to want to hear run laps. No. Not at all. No. And then what's going to happen? What's going to happen is all these coaches are going all the players are going to be like we're four and eleven. This man doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And then he's gonna bring up that, oh well, I ran laps for a O and ten team at Dickinson my senior year. Yeah, that's high school football. And yeah, you're gonna Dickinson. run laps. Yeah, and it's Dickinson. Sorry to all them Dickinson alumni out there. Don't mean to offend you. <laughs> but <am>. still <laughs> like that that's high school. Like you lose, your coach is gonna make you run laps because we are children. But when you're in the league and you're a grown man getting coached by a grown man, like a groaner man. Yeah, See, <laughs> like, that's what I don't think a lot of fans understand. Like, it's not a dictatorship like yeah. it is in high school. Yeah. The coach doesn't have the say all be all. Yeah. Players, a lot of the time, have more say in the franchise than a coach. For sure. Most definitely. At Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that's no lie. So, so, what do you guys think? Do you really think that? If the Giants were to start losing, this uh, this hard nosed type of coaching would end up failing. They would well, not respect that coach. Well, yeah, they're gonna say we did all that shit for nothing. Sorry, excuse Ran me. Ran laps for but no, but I, I, I say. yeah, I mean, really, that's how it is. I just want to know what started the scuffle. Like, what was all that about? Uh, I, I, oh, Corey Clement got popped. Yep. Corey okay. Clement got popped by Logan Ryan, and then uh, Evan Ingram came in and defended him. And Daniel Jones ended up at the bottom at of the, the pile. The, the whole pile. team got into the scuffle. I'm it sure wasn't Daniel just Jones people. was trying to be a peacemaker and then just got trampled. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, and now I can see where the coach gets upset. Like your starting quarterback's yeah, at the that, bottom that's of the pile. Your, like yeah, I get, I get why he's upset, but line up your whole team to run laps because of that. Like what? Like. That that makes no sense. What what is running laps gonna teach you on putting your quarterback at the bottom of a pile? First off, it was probably unintentional. It's not like they knew Daniel Jones was down there. It's not like get, get at the bottom of the pile, Daniel. I mean, like <laughs> it's crazy because I've never heard that happen in NFL before, where a coach makes a whole team. Line and up that's why I'm saying, and that's so why it's not a good yeah. look. It's like 
that's young bull stuff. Like, Look, yeah, that's child. And that, that's why this culture is not gonna work, and it's not gonna make the Giants any better. Like, look, you gotta think. They simply are not good because they don't have the talent to be good. Like, yeah. look, that, they, their team is better this year. Their, their team, team is has more talent this say year. They yeah. don't have the talent. But if people were buying into that culture last year, well, why culture? I mean, it means something. Culture only takes you so far. Culture only Dude, takes running you so your far. Te- making your team run laps is taking away time that could be actually spent on practice that the Giants clearly need. After having a I mean, it's obviously like a disciplined thing. He's trying to, he's trying to be the the big man around town and lay down the foot because he's like he's still a second year coach and he was a special teams coordinator, and uh, you know he was a special teams coordinator and he's still trying to make a name for himself in this league. Honestly, if you're gonna try to discipline, I feel like that's something that you take care of in the locker room. I I agree. Alrighty, um, so the next topic we're going to move into is uh, actually our follower topics. This week we decided to give our following a chance to bring up some topics that were on their mind. And here at Corona League, we like to include everybody. When We want to make sure the fans are well represented. We want to make sure everybody on our staff is well represented. So, uh, Gavin, go ahead and take it away with that first topic that they were All talking right, about. Alright, so we got top corners list, and this is coming from our boy Josh. <laughs> Joshy, what's up, boy? So we got uh, his at for Instagram. It's Cartier Josh. It's a C A R T I E R R Josh. All right, so <laughs> you, sounded, you sounded like an infomercial right there, bro. <laughs> Yo, I got to promote my boy. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna start off the list. I have a top ten list. Um, I'm gonna make just, it. Just give us your top five right now, and then <sighs> come on. We'll... No, I got top ten. I got. I have to do top ten. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. All right, go so ahead. I got I number one. Jalen Ramsey, my boy's just all around lockdown. I got Jair Alexander too. He's also no yeah, yes, way. Yes, J- Jair Alexander number two. He's he's locked. Listen, lockdown. listen, he's locked down on and one I, side. Oh, yes, I don't literally on one side. Okay, but he, I don't think he gets enough credit. But he it's does. cool. Okay, listen, listen. We got my boy Marlon Humphrey, Raven wow. at number three. Which he's an laughable. he's an all around physical corner. Which is laughable. Yo, when he punches the ball at your wide receiver's hand, I don't want to hear That's anything. All he's good for it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yes, he is. Come on, Marlon Humphrey's he, the top. He does three. get okay. beat sometimes. He gets beat a lot. Every corner, gets beat. Every corner gets beat. All right, but how many Jaylen times Ramsey. did you? How many times have you seen Jalen Ramsey get beat? That's why Ryan. he's number one. All right, continue with your list, man. All right, go Xavier ahead. Howard, bro. He's that's low. That's low. But four, go ahead. four, four. Yes, that's low. All right, especially and for your list. But now coming at number five is uh, my stands boy, Stephon Gilmore. He's still a top corner in the league, but he's starting to slow down. Not fast. He's gonna be a top corner for the next few years. No, but he's not gonna. He's not that top. I haven't top seen guy. the signs of slowing down. That's I, what I'm saying. I don't know. Injury season last yeah. year, and that All was right, it. All right, well, whatever. I'm on my next one. Uh, Tre'Davious White. He's a dog. He 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 stays on everyone's hip. Like you I know what's good. crazy? There were so many connections to the Eagles when he was coming out of college, and I was like. Who the hell is Tredavious White? <laughs> Tredavious and now White's I'm a dog. like, Tredavious I want Tredavious White. Yeah. I want him wearing an Eagles jersey, but it's too late. <laughs> At seven, this might be biased, but I got Marcus Peters. He's a no. walking pick. He's yeah. a walking pick. No, that's actually your. I think that's your I num- switched it. Right? Oh, you switched yeah, it. Okay. Not top ten. Um, and then at number eight, I got James Bradbury in there. Now 
I think he can take a solid leap this year. He showed great promise last year, and I think he deserves just to be top ten. He's 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 well, good. James Bradbury was a dog for Carolina. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People didn't know that yeah, though, I and I actually that. got I actually got some stats right here on him because I knew people were going to sleep on James Bradbury, but. He's been averaging around 70 tackles for five years. That's tough for a corner. Or a DB that likes to tackle. All right. All right, well, let me move on real Consistent quick. Consistent three to two interceptions yeah. a year, too. It's not bad. All right, well, let me move on. Uh, at number nine, I got William Jackson the third. I really think he's slept on. He is. Top he's nice. corner? Yeah, he, I would. I would. I'd put him somewhere around 12. Probably top fifteen, no, probably top around 10. twelve. I think he's but in Washington's defense, he's gonna explode. He's a strong, he's, he's a, a strong physical year. corner. He's a strong physical <laughs> corner. He's <laughs> underrated. He had a great season for the Bengals. He, he plays on the Bengals. Right. He played on the Bengals. Right. But he's gonna snap on Washington. Just watch. And then at number ten, super underrated. And I know a lot of people are probably gonna be like, "What? I got Carlton Davis. He's just slept on." I like Carlton Davis. No. Never move for Atlanta? No. No, he's on the Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. Number 24. Got torched by he's Tyree Hill. But it's that's Tyree Hill. Hill. <laughs> I was about to say Carlton Davis. Oh. I like Carlton Davis, but Carlton he's not, top, not top 10. 10. All right, well, he's not, not even close to He's probably 10. closer to somewhere to 17 to 20 range. Yeah. All right, Stan, well, give us your list, bro. I'm not doing top 10. I was going to say, let's not do a whole top 10. I just had to. I just had to. I'm sorry. Coming, at, coming in at number one for me is Jalen Ramsey. Everybody Obviously. Oh, if, if, if anybody puts anybody above Jalen Ramsey, yeah. that's idiotic. You yeah. just don't watch Asinine football. at this point. Number two, my guy, Patriots guy, Stefan Gilmore, a.k.a. Gilly Lock. No. Uh, no. Number three, Jared Alexander. Oh, hold on, hold on. I still think Jair is a little high so on that list, honestly. Why, why were you saying no to me about Jair being number two when you put him at number not, three? He's not better than Stephon All right, whatever. I'll let you have that. Stephon Gilmore travels. Yes, that's what exactly. That boy is exactly. all over the exactly. field. In the My slot, point. outside. Like, bro, and he covers tight ends. That's what I'm saying. Like, All right, leave me alone. Dang. Number four, <laughs> I'm going to give some love to Gavin's guy, Marlon Humphrey. And then number five, I'm going to go in uh, Xavier Howard. That's my top five. That's solid. Okay, that's good. All right, Tristan. All right, Tristan, go ahead. All right, number one is Galen Ramsey. Everybody. Obviously. Yeah, obvious. Should we skip number one at this point? <laughs> 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 Start off with number two. Number two, I, I like Jair Alexander. I, I have him over Stephon I just Gilmore. can't put him over. And the only Thank reason you. I have him over Stephon Gilmore I can't is put because a guy I just like making Stan mad, kind of. I can't put her. I can't put a guy that only covers one side of the field over a guy that travels. Like I just can't do that. Like I just can't. Nah, There's just something about uh, it. I just can't do it. Just can't do it. Number four, I'm gonna put Marlon Humphrey. I put Marlon Humphrey. Got to put Marlon Humphrey in the top five. Thank you. Got to. And my guy. Oh no! Oh yeah, my bad. Stephon Gilmore at number three. Had to skip him because. <laughs> at number five, I put, originally put Tre'Davious White, but. I'm going to change my six to five and put Xavier Howard at five. And okay. All right, that's Kadavis legit. That could, go, that could go either I way. I think they're really pretty good. close to yeah, being interchangeable, honestly. Tredavious White doesn't get as many picks. But I think Tredavious White is just he as sticky. He, he just he, That's what I'm saying. Up. He's just as sticky. He's to the hip. He's just yeah. to the hip. Um, so, I mean, my top five, <laughs> we're, all, we're all really talking about the same players here. My boy Jalen Ramsey, been watching him since Florida State. Love him. Love him I, in Florida State. I'm Definitely. still mad that the Eagles didn't give a two instead of a three because <laughs> we offered the same deal as the Rams, but they wanted a two instead of a three as an extra pick, and the Eagles didn't do it. I'm still salty because his jersey <laughs> would have been on right now. Um, 
Number two, I know y'all don't agree with me, but I really think Xavier and Howard because of the because of the pick numbers. You gotta, bro. He ten interceptions. (laughs) Okay, J.C. Jackson had more. I'm, but I'm. You know I love J.C. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. You can really flip flop Gilmore and Xavier and Howard for me. Uh, I like Xavier's probably a little too high on that list. That number two, I like Gilmore a little bit more because of like like I said about yeah. uh, like you said with Trey White, the yeah. stickiness, the sticky coverage. I really like sticky coverage and rather my than guy covers tight. Ends. That's what I'm saying. Rather than rather than interceptions, I really like a guy that's going to be around the ball at all times. Yeah. Yes, interceptions are great, but. Uh, I've seen a little bit of Xavier Howard's interceptions near the goal line and stuff like that. But anyway, my number uh, my number four, I gotta go with. Uh, I really like James Bradbury. I really like wow. James Bradbury. That's now I'm shocker. just gonna say and earlier, weren't you hitting on him earlier? In no, the, no, no, no. I, I just called him bald. Yeah, I just called him bald. <laughs> I didn't that, know he was bald. Or, or was that the other guy for the Giants? Because I remember you said, "Who did they just? They signed someone else for the Giants, right?" Yeah, I remember you saying. It might have been Logan Ryan. I think that. Yeah, I was talking about. I don't think Logan Ryan's as great That's as Dimeo's trying to make him sound. Okay, that, I, I forgot. He was great for that. the Patriots. I think he's still a very good player, but he's once again up there. He was great no. for the yeah. Patriots. Actually, yeah, they moved, yeah they, they he he's, he's a safety Giants now. Safety. Yep. Which a lot of old corners do. But uh, and my fifth guy, I love Trey White. I'm I'm gonna put Trey White at number five. So no so, Marlon Humphrey. No Marlon Humphrey. No Jair. No Jair. It's it's hard for me because. I like Jair Alexander, but no, he, I just can't get over the field. one side of the field thing. Great like corners travel. No, no, but great you corners travel. Yeah. The only guy I give a pass to for one side of the field is Richard Sherman. Definitely. Because Richard Sherman, as great as Jair, our Jair Alexander is, he's not Richard Sherman in his prime. No, At no. all. Because Richard Sherman, while only playing one side of the field, Still averaged eight interceptions a year. That was Richard Sherman Island. And he Island. tackled. And he tackled. Richard Sherman okay? Island. And keep in mind, keep in mind, like, I could have a five A, B, and C because I really think Trey White, Alexander, and Humphrey are kind of pretty close. I, I honestly think Jair's the least uh, – wow. Is the is not as good as Humphrey and White. No, nah, he's better than both of those guys. It, in your opinion. But I mean, it's kind of it's kind of. Jair also doesn't have to guard Devontae Adams. <laughs> True. <laughs> he Every day in practice, up, though, that's probably why he got a lot better. And Definitely. another player the Eagles were linked to, iron and I was sharpen- like, "Who the hell is Jair Alexander?" <laughs> iron sharpens oh, iron. Once again, regretting that again. Iron, <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Most definitely. All right, so uh, so what's the next follower topic? Uh, we got Madden ratings. That's also oh, from Josh. Steal it, bro. God, it oh, sucks. Man. They just are they suck. just getting worse by each year? Bro, Definitely. Who was doing the? I thought Ocho Seco was doing the he adjustments. Does, he only does certain adjustments. I think it's like speed. Oh and like really? All right. Well, let like let let, let Tristan start this off because I already know what he's going to talk bro, about. We all know the Steelers got absolutely robbed. First off, a seventy-four offensive rating. 
Bro, the offense is. I mean, your good. offense was really not productive. Our, our run was terrible, but our passing. Come your on, pass game, is your pass game was literally manufactured runs. I'd they go, were all at the screen. <laughs> they were I'd literally run plays to the receivers. I thought you were going to attack the, no, all, no, no, the no, defensive wait, wait, wait. side. No, I had, yeah. I, I, bro, yeah. TJ Watt, Minka, running. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> TJ Watt was runner up. Should have won defensive player of the year. No, ninety four behind Khalil Mack. But that I disagree with. That I disagree with. He should be a ninety seven. Yeah. He's a 94. Yeah, 90, yeah no, I give you that. 95, 90. Minko, the 10th rated safety. That's that, just he's that's the just garbage. He's the best safety in the NFL. Yes. No. No. I think so. Him and Jesse Bates are 1A and 1B. No. Whoa. Justin Simmons? No. I was getting ready to say no. there's nobody. Tyron Matthew? He's number two. Honey Badger? Badger? Right, you're dumb. No, they sleep on uh, Tyron Matthew. That's he's top five. Okay, but can I just say, how did how did Madden put Buddha Baker at number two? I'm not giving no Buddha. He's tough, but he's not two. But he's not two. But it. But is he really not? I told you where Devin McCourty was going to be too. Devin McCourty, bro, stop. What was he at? I didn't even see that. He was top ten. He's rated a 92, 92 again. on there. Again. So 92? That's over uh, your guy, Minka Fitzpatrick. We all know that's, that's got to have some association with the Patriots. Saying, no way. Okay, he is a 90. Come on. You're going gonna to tell me his tape last year was a 92 overall? He really didn't have a bad season last year. But I'm not saying he had a bad season, but 92 is elite. He's still elite. 90s are... Mm. It's not like you can't say he's not because it's not like he gets killed. It's not like he blows coverages. So it's That's like, because he's a sound player. My point. So and how he, can you he's, say he's also been in the same system for he's 12 old. years. Just no, he's I just think he knows what he's doing. My point. So that doesn't mean he's not a 92. I don't think Minka should have been ranked that high, uh, that low, though. 89, dude? Yeah, that's... That's, that's laughable. disrespectful. That's laughable. Yeah, I, Minka's in 93. And, bro, I'm going to say it. I'm a huge gamer. I love. I play Madden every year. All, all of Madden. us at this table play Madden. And like, bro, I'm gonna say it. These cowboy fan at the EA oh Sports broke like 87 overall. How, How are they, they the s- best team every year? First of no, all, they're the they're the third best I team wish behind the Mal Keys and the Bucks. Because we had no, they, a little they were the overall, they were seven. rather Amari Cooper no, was better than. I think they're like fourth or fifth. Mike Evans. And Laughable. This guy thinks that. That's just true. They had Amari Cooper ranked over at Mike Evans, which I don't like. That, no, that's not I true. I don't know. I, I seen know. Mike. I seen Mike Evans step up in three playoff games and a Super Bowl. Thank you. I had never seen Amari. Co- what happened 2019 against the Eagles when the division was on the line? Lockdown. What happened it when he played against the Patriots and he went up against Stephon Gilmore? Bro, he gets locked in big games. But let's a let's uh. Biased, How did you guys feel about the uh, about the running back ratings? Was that uh, Miles Sanders not top ten? I kind of expected that. I kind of expected that because that's that's the Eagles' own fault. Don't see how <laughs> that's Derek that's Henry definitely didn't Doug Peterson's fault. One, I don't see how I don't who? Know how Derek Henry didn't come in at number one. Christian McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's number, one. number one. Don't He's know how that happened. What? Derek Henry's only ninety six. Derek Henry rushing later two years in a row. Listen, two thousand yards. Okay, but CMC got hurt. Does he at least have ninety nine power? CMC got hurt. Ninety nine stiff arm or something like that. Yeah, he has like ninety five power. What's his speed? His speed's got to be up there because he's a big yeah, dude he's like that to, moves. He's, he's like, like an like open field runner. Because like 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 he, he's a track star. He's yeah, got yeah, long he's like legs. Like he's a track star. <laughs> 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 All right, yo. Uh, How about us? What else? The, the last topic. There's two more. Oh, there's two more? Yeah. All right, so uh, the next topic that was brought up by the fans is... Um, 
key pickups. The yeah, the key pickups of the off season. Yes, and that came up from another <laughs> Josh. That came from J Barlow thirteen. That's J dot Barlow thirteen. So I appreciate you uh, making a comment to give us a topic. So, so uh, who, you want to start it off? Uh, yeah, I can start it off. Um, there was a be- definitely a bunch of of little pickups that were that were very silent that actually are really really solid. Um, th- I'm not saying this is the top one. This is not even close to being the top one. But the Steelers signing Melvin uh, Ingram last Makes week. Our defensive line. That helps. He, he's uh, he's an upgrade over Bud Dupree. Simple as that. Yeah. They don't play the same position though. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, Bud they do. Left, oh, right outside linebacker. Melvin Ingram is a le- uh, is he's a, a right. right end. He's a right end. No, he played opposite he's side of Joey Bosa. But in a three, they were in a three-four scheme. They he used to be a right outside yeah, linebacker. They, they transitioned to a four-three, and now back he's back he in a three-four scheme. He's a stand-up defensive end, which is in a three-four scheme, an outside linebacker. That makes our Chandler Jones is considered an outside linebacker. What is Chandler Jones? He's an edge rusher. Yeah, he's an All right, well, Jones and Mar- you can even uh, say TJ Watt is an edge rusher. Yeah. Well, can yes. we, uh, that's what I'm saying. They drop into coverage when they have to, but Ingram is not really that guy to drop into coverage. No, no, no I'm no, saying, not at all. but I'm saying if you need him to take a wheel route or a little a little swing route, right? I, I think, he, think can, he can do that. He can honestly. take on some. I think he could take a swing route, but no, you don't want to do it often yeah. at all. Let's move on into another team in that same division with another key pickup, Justin Houston. That's big. For that uh, edge rushing for the Ravens, they, they I think he's more of a complimentary piece, honestly. And he's washed. Uh, washed. No, he's not washed. No. With Big Calais up there, and who else is up there? They have Brandon Williams. Yeah, and I they, like they, that. They, uh, uh, Wolf, Derek yeah, Wolf. Derek now Wolf. here's my thing, but for the edge rush, their best edge rusher is Pernell McPhee. Before that, they got Jalen Ferguson, who's a third round pick two and years ago. We, yeah, we lost Judon. We lost Yannick. We just uh, draft um, Adafe. He's there more to be a veteran leader. Presence. Yeah, veteran leader yeah. with that presence to also give knowledge to these young guys. Like, that's the reason he was there. Like, And it's also depth. Look, Justin Houston is going to be a key part of that defense, kind of. Most not. He, he I think, is. I think he he'll is. be, a, he, like I said, a complimentary piece. Yeah. You're not going to want him to, to carry the load of the pass rush. I don't think he's he a would he's have, a good two or three option. I don't think option. he would have to. I don't think he would have to carry the load. Just I agree. Calais Campbell's presence, and that's why I'm front. saying complimentary. So I think he'd be a good solid pickup for them. Did uh, did either of you two have a an off season acquisition Honestly, you want to talk about? I'm gonna say Kyle Van Noy. Welcome uh, another back. slept on. Another another slept. Back. He's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you get your takes from. Or... No, nah, but I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna say. I'm talking about my brother's team over here, Steven Nelson. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'm a, the, I'm a Steelers fan because so you know I think highly on every single player that left except for Adam. Not really high on Bud Dupree, but that's a different story. But look, Steven Nelson but signed Steven with Nelson, them. That gives them a, sec, a solid second a, quarterback. A very solid second quarterback. Which they need desperately. Most definitely. Let's go down to Carolina and their tree for uh, Sam Darnold. I feel oh, like that's sure. 
the move that he needed to. He was seeing ghosts when he was on the Jets, but he's going to be. He's back with Robbie Anderson. Or I do not like Sam. I don't the either. Weapons that he needs. I don't need more Christian McCaffrey. He has an he offensive line, yeah, kind of now. Had that in New he's York. definitely a downgrade, I believe, from Teddy Bridgewater. He literally had Robbie but Anderson, not an too. Extreme downgrade. And Jamison Crowder. Y'all sleeping on Yeah, Jamison I don't know Crowder. why Jamison Crowder gets disrespected. Didn't he have a thousand last year? He has a thousand almost every year, bro. No, he had a thousand with Sam Donald and who? Joe Flacco? Yes. Ain't nothing to do with the dreads, right? No, no Jamison Crowder, number Washington. 80. Oh, small slot. He was, corner. He was on yeah, Washington, yeah, yeah, number yeah, 80. Yeah, He's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I got another one. This is for uh, the Dolphins in Miami. Uh, I got Will Fuller. He really completes that wide receiver room, if you think about it. With uh, They got Devontae Parker. I did not know they picked him up. Yeah, they got Devontae Parker. Whoa. They got Jalen Waddle. They got, uh, Jeremy what's his Grant. name? Williams? Preston Williams. Preston Williams. Preston Jeremiah, Williams is good. Bro, yeah. Jeremiah don't, don't Grant is a small speedster. Yeah. And wide receiver. I know you guys don't really know, but Albert Wilson is still there. He's great. Yes, he is. I think he's great. He's not great. great. great he's talent. not great. He's not great. He's he's a good three, but because of the crowded the crowded uh wide receiver room, I don't even know if he makes the team. No, he's going to make the team over some players. Nah, because Preston Williams, y'all don't know about Preston Williams. That he's cold. No, I, trust me, I don't know about Preston Williams. I watch, I watch my team. All right, um, another one I got is the Chiefs. Orlando Brown that trade with oh, the oh my god the whole the offensive line thing, which I think is the dumbest thing that the Ravens could have did now, trading their alignment to he didn't want to be team. he didn't want to play. Send him to send him to Detroit. Send him somewhere. I mean, yeah, NFC. You don't send him to the best team in your conference. I mean, yeah, that was stupid. They literally needed one thing to win that Super Bowl last year. But you also got to think the offensive line. But they They signed Joe Tooney. Yeah, took our guy, bro. They signed (laughs) Joe Tooney. They signed. They traded for Orlando Brown. Their offensive line got revamped. Keep in mind, they're getting that uh, uh, Laron. To Duvernay back the the doctor the doctor the guy yeah. that they're getting up. him back that's their starting right guard I think it's so fun. They also they're gonna be good they also <laughs> cut their Instagram. three best they did cut their best three linemen all hurt they did now I think it's so funny because all hurt on Instagram okay. after that but Super they're Bowl, still their best <laughs> and all the memes look at look at Patrick Mahomes running for his life no offensive lineman what did the Chiefs do literally the first almost the first week yeah that was stupid the Ravens that was stupid exactly. how do you I get it. Trade your best he wants out. into the best team. Because, no, first of all... Yes, he is. Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley. Oh, I forgot Ronnie Stanley. Forgot he wanted to Ronnie be a left Stanley. tackle. I get it. But... Did he play right You do already? not... Tra- yes, only because they had Ronnie Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. yeah. You do not trade him to the Kansas City Chiefs. At all. Do you know what AFC Andy Reid does with good left tackles? <laughs> Trey Thomas. Jason Peters. He... Bro... That that was stupid. Th- I'm sorry. <laughs> that was stupid. And if you're gonna send him to an AFC team, you take him to a below AFC. You team. take less to send him out of the NFC. Simple as that. And what did y'all get for him in return? The we, we got a thirty first pick. That's a second round pick, basically. Yeah. We got a few. Picks. Oh no, not with this gap. This gap was stacked. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, let's move on to the last uh, topic with uh, the followers uh, doing shoutouts and stuff. Um, we got our boy Kel. Appreciate for all the shoutouts you do give us. That uh, fit for billions, we appreciate that big time. Yeah, fit for billions. Make sure you give that man a follow. Yeah, tune into his uh, his uh, music uh, show on Friday. It's he's showcasing new talent around and uh, 
He's trying to get some followers and everybody tune in. Uh, like Gavin said, Fit for Billions is his Instagram. I believe, is it a dollar sign on the end or is it just a regular S? Uh, we'll have to check into that, but we'll leave it in the description. If you look it up, I mean, it's probably going to be the only one like that, so you'll find it. But anyway, his was Sleeper to win a lot of games and make a playoff run. Um, I'll just kick it off real quick. Uh, this one's kind of a hot take a little. Um, do I think it's actually going to happen? No, but I do see the possibility of it happening, and that's going to be Jacksonville Jaguars. Not a chance. I, I did you not just hear what I said? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice cold I, take, my boy. Uh, that I, I, I know that, but listen, there is a possibility it does happen. I think the worst part, like that, make this not happen, is their defense. Their defense is going to have to be solid this season, but they did get Griffin, so. They, they, oh they, yeah, because that boosts their defense. <laughs> solid, <laughs> solid number one corner. So I don't know. It's just. They talking about the bull from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's not. He's a solid he's corner. He's okay. He's a solid corner. Not a number. It's Shakim, not Shaquille. Shaquim. Yes. Yes. The guy with no hair. Why do you got to say that? I mean, it's a solid point to bring up. I mean, Shaquille's the better one. But anyway, um. Um, like I said, their defense um is gonna what's gonna have to hold them accountable. <laughs> look, I know it's it, it's a cold take. I get it. It's but, it, Cal, but freezing look, cold. It's, it's, Kel, it's laughable. The Jags are not gonna be good. Who's Kel? That's Stan. You just called me Kel. No, I thought you said Kel brought this up, topic up though. He brought the sleeper to win games. I'm saying Jacksonville. Oh yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plays Kel with Gavin. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry guys. I'm I thought, off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that Kel, Kel brought up uh no Kel wants us to bring up teams that are sleepers to make a playoff run. And Stan, who did you think? Uh, Carolina Panthers. I agree. That that was that was Definitely actually the team Jacksonville. I was going to pick. He sees ghost. But I also don't think <laughs> Sam Darnold is going to. I I don't believe in Sam Darnold. But I also don't think... believe in a lot of quarterbacks except Jalen Hurts. So let's just be honest. But Come on, do I not think... bring that up, please. Do not bring that up. <laughs> hey, 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 Dunkey hey, gets hey, Dunkey hey, gets on the biggest rants. And I, Carson I can't do Wentz this right. a couple years ago, thick and easy. Yeah. You say anything about Carson Wentz a few years ago? He's like, that's my QB. I'm surprised Dunkey didn't have a fat head of that man in his room. To be he honest. secretly did. He had one of them small ones you put in your. I did have a blanket though. That's embarrassing. You, gotta, you were sleeping screen. with another Look. man on a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's man enough to admit it. Tristan, who did you pick? The uh, Chargers. I definitely think Justin Herbert coming off of a great rookie year. They're gonna That's have to make really it. They're gonna have to make that wild card though, because they're not winning the division. Dude, but like, you gotta think getting, about it. They're oh, I, I put them over the Raiders. Back. I put them. Way but they're not the winning the division. They, no, they, got the, they don't they have got to. But the, 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 the playoffs are ex- the playoffs I mean, are extended. Look at me and Gavin's division. Three of our teams made the playoffs last year. Yeah, that ain't happening this year though. All right, we're not disrespecting. All right, and so since my team was basically the same as Stan's, we're gonna move on to the last topic that we're gonna be discussing today. And that is training camp battles. I like it. Alrighty, so uh, for this topic, we decided that we each are going to diagnose our own teams and then pick one random team around the league that we found an interesting battle for. And uh, we're just going to bring it up. So I'm going to send it over to Tristan right now. You go ahead and start it up. All right, bet. So my team is the Steelers. So I was in between the Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph battle for backup, but I'm actually going to talk about the tight end position. Eric Ebron getting his job taken by a second-round rookie. It's possible. His name, I, I, Pat Freermuth. Yeah, I wasn't even gonna try his. Out of last Penn name. State, I, I know Freermuth. Yeah. Pat 
Freer move. Freer move. All that's right, got to be uh, German or something. That's, that's a great – I like him over Eric Ebron because if you look up Eric Ebron, he had the second most drops after Deontay Johnson was he, on, the, on, a, on the Steelers. Maybe look, even in the league. I'm, I'm not, not saying this man is Gronk, but in college he got Bob, a lot of – He's built he got, like he, Gronk. He got a lot of complimentary uh, comments about him being – He's a great Gronk. pass blocker. I looked oh, at They call him baby Gronk. I was yeah. watching clips of him. He's a great pass blocker, and he has hands that and a little bit of speed. Gronk. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's only one Gronk. Like, no duh. That's why they call him Baby Gronk. He's going to be the less crunk Gronk. <laughs> Gronk just be doing anything. He won't put the dent in the ring. I mean, in the, <laughs> in the Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> we actually kept that like that, too. Why wouldn't you? It's iconic. All right, so um, so who do you you think that the rookie's going to end up taking over? They already announced that he's taking over. Mm. The Steelers dropped their starting lineup, and Pat is the starting tight end. Wow. They dropped the line, but Started, that's no, not but that's even, that's not for tomorrow's lineup. game. No, not no. Ben was, Ben was the starter. They, I'm pretty sure all teams have to drop their depth chart coming into yeah. this week. So if he's one, if he's first already, on the depth they chart, they already dropped it. Though. Yeah. Well, they had to probably do it a week early because they got the Hall of Fame game. Um, well, Eric Cowboys, Ebron drops the ball too many times for my liking. Dude, I'm I'm a, a lot I'm of the Cowboys starters not even showing up to the game. Like I know Amari Cooper and a lot of people, a lot of starters aren't even going, but. It's the first preseason, but yeah. either way, like I was saying, Eric Ebron dropped way too many footballs After for Deontay my After Deontay Johnson, he had the second most drops. Yeah, the team. but uh, but go ahead and pick who was your second team. Uh, I went over to Atlanta. Okay. And the battle for I believe it would be the third receiver, third or fourth receiver with uh, a- no, not Atlanta. Excuse me, Arizona. Arizona. Arizona right. Okay. Arizona. Uh, Andy Isabella and the rookie Rondell Moore. I love Rondell that Moore. Debate. I think I put I put Rondell Moore over Andy Isabella just because I I haven't seen much of Andy Isabella. I don't he, think he makes he makes good plays. That's his fault play, though. It's definitely not his fault, but he just hasn't gotten enough tick. And what is he? A second or third year? This will be, be his third, third season. This is his third year, and I mean, I just I just can't after a third year if you're not already in like a mix. Is yeah. more is more out of Purdue or is he out of yeah. Ole Miss? No Purdue. It's Purdue. Purdue. That's what I thought. Okay. I about to say, I thought he was you, out of Ole Miss uh, too. Was no, it Tara Martin? no, that was Elijah Moore. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, right. okay. Yep. I just wanted to. And then Andy Isabella went to UMass, which to be drafted in the second round out of UMass is a big deal. Oh, for sure. Because they already um, have D Hop, AJ Green. That's already their D Hop and AJ Green are going to be their top Kirk. two. And Christian Kirk is obviously. He, I th- uh, see. I think I can see. I can see it as a three-way battle, honestly, between Kirk. Isabella, Kirk's got the slot. Though. Kirk's got the slot. Kirk, Kirk is definitely their slot. But so slow. So are Moore and and Isabella. They're both. They're both small. They're body all receivers. three of those guys are slot. But I think more. But, I think but more Moore and Isabella are honestly the same player. Yeah, and Kirk yeah. was a huge contributor last year. So I don't think his spot is really up for grabs. Only because he. They'd have to have a good yeah. camp. Yeah. I'm gonna say that Moore is definitely gonna get more tick this season than. Well, Abraham. I think he's fresh in the coach's mind, and he's probably gonna. Uh, like I said, after three years of not getting into the mix, obviously, you're. That's true. All right, Duncan. How about you take it away with your teams? Alrighty, so everybody knows I'm an Eagles fan, and there was a couple different, uh, couple different battles I could have chosen. I could have chosen the fake QB battle that uh, Nick Sirianni <laughs> said, but. Jalen Hurts is taking one. Go. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is taking one hundred percent of the snaps, and then uh, Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett. That's a really good battle, but Most definitely. I see Josh Sweat coming out. I really like that guy. But the I, but the I, battle I decided to go with is honestly the second most important uh, position on the NFL field, and that's uh, the left tackle battle. I, it's one. between Jordan Mailata, who is a third-year player. Everybody knows his story out of Africa, or Africa, Australia. 
Rugby um, player, right? Big rug- guy, right? Big guy, 6'8". Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Rugby player at 6'8"? He was just say 6'8", 6'6", somewhere in that area. I met but, him uh, before. I met him before. He, I love, I love that guy. And, uh, you know, rugby player. And I just, I absolutely love his, whatever he has. Um, sorry, I admitted this, but the battle he's having with is Andre Dillard, former first-round pick of the Eagles. They traded up for him two years ago. He's not starting. Um, I'm, I like Dillard. After all not the, at all. All the Eagles I'm games sorry. that I watch, I like Dillard. I don't like him at all. Are you watching um, Eagles games? But <laughs> with him. <laughs> but um, I, I painful. But yeah. Basically, Mylotta is a freak athlete. He moves fast. He's six foot seven, six foot eight. It's somewhere in that range. That's scary. Three, three fifty, and he moves bodies. And he, and I know this isn't this is doesn't hold so much weight with other people, but as an Eagles fan. I have never seen Brandon Graham get pancaked not once in his career. Until now. Jordan Mailata, first day of pads, put Brandon Graham on his pamper. You know what I want to see? Chase Young versus him. And this is this what? is what I hear. This is what I hear coming out of camp. This is from uh, Dave Zingaro of NBC Sports Philly. He said, and uh, I believe it was him. I, I could be wrong. But he said, Dillard doesn't have it. He, he doesn't. doesn't have the. He doesn't have that that grit and grind. Is this he, his second or third year? I this will be that. his third year. If he's not started by his third year and he's getting beat out by wasn't uh, my lot of undrafted a seventh round pick. A seventh round. Yeah, come that's on, what, dude. That's what, that was my exact point with the Andy Isabella thing. That's three years in the league. But the thing is, you gotta you gotta take in consideration. <clears throat> Dillard was never supposed to start his rookie year. They had JP. Um, he was supposed to start the second year. Tore his bicep. Was out for the year. Um, That's unfortunate. But. but the thing that has always made me worried about Andre Dillard is he's too soft. And, like, I don't mean to disrespect another grown man or anything, but he's legitimately soft. I'm talking crying at practice because he's getting beat by undrafted guys. <laughs> That's embarrassing. And a lot of people that are around Eagles camp right now are just saying he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the toughness what it takes teammates? to be an NFL uh, NFL left tackle. Um, but the the next team I decided to go with was the Denver Broncos and their QB battle. Okay, I like that's it. a good one. Um, I like it. I think that this probably is one of the most genuine QB battles around the league. This training camp, definitely, because yeah. there's a bunch of them that are that are battles. Like the the Forty Niners are saying that's a battle. It's They're, not a battle. They but Jimmy G's the already the Bears. The Bears but we know that Justin Fields is probably going to get some time to... Andy Dalton QB1? Remember that I tweet? Think, I think what, that Justin Fields saying. isn't going to get the start of the season only because if Andy Dalton starts so bad, they have somewhere to go for hope, and I at least Nagy see. won't lose his job right I'm, away. got to talk about the coaching. That's situation. what I'm saying. They took um, Andy but like I was one. saying, Drew Locke versus Teddy Bridgewater, um, I think at the end of the day, Teddy B's probably going to win that job. He's just more steady. Drew Locke is kind of uh, hot and cold. His yeah, cold has kind of been really low. Teddy B nice. brings more steady. And honestly, you don't need right. a superstar quarterback with that uh, with, with that roster. You don't need a you don't need a superstar to sling the rock because they have three receivers that are very talented. Oh, for sure. Um, three. Yeah. 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 Cortland Sutton. Judy. Cortland Sutton and uh, Tim Patrick. Nope. 
Tim Patrick. I mean, he's he's nice. And Noah Fant. He's underrated. And Noah Fant. And plus, plus uh, the dude out of uh, Penn State from last year. I, his name's not. KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like five almost. Yeah, they didn't, have. Didn't Hamler get hurt? I think I saw yeah, somewhere got, got hurt. I think in the middle and of the year last year. They got. No, I'm saying. In the, oh, they also yeah. got Melvin Ingram, so they got a lot around them, but they they don't need a superstar quarterback, and I think Teddy Bridgewater will be that steady hand that they need. Um, so Gavin, go ahead and give me your team. All right, so I'm gonna start off with my team. Obviously, the Ravens. I'm gonna keep this one short because I kind of talked about it last week. But I mean, there's really no big training camp battle bigger than the backup quarterback, um, and that's Trace McSorley versus Tyler Huntley. In my opinion, it's Trace's job to lose because Trace is solid, and I mean, it shows every time he touched the field last year. I mean, he made an impact. He almost came back against the Steelers um, on that Wednesday. Wednesday night football. Oh, I got a bro. If you have a song, iconic song name, you're a goat. For you, you're a goat. You're a you goat. Should, he should start a little more. Bro, he's he's like a Penn State like legend. legend. All right, but yeah, it's. I mean, and it's only the QB two job, but I mean, it's Trace's job to lose. Uh, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley is solid, and he proved little he, things in that playoff game against the Bills. But it, and that's the thing. The third guy is going to practice squad. No one's getting cut. I mean, both of these guys have too much upside well, to just get rid of them. Well, he has to get cut to go back to the practice. But that's mm, not Not really. He, I don't you have to get cut to go to the practice can't squad. Can't you sign anybody off of a practice squad, though? Yes. Because, because this is how it works. You get cut from your original team. Yeah. You go through waivers. If nobody claims you, then you can yeah. be brought back to the practice squad of your original team yeah. well, or any other team. All right, well, I'm going to move to the uh, – oh, my bad. I forgot to say. I think Nick Shirley's going to win. But I'm going to go to the uh, next team, and I got the uh, Washington football team. I think we tapped into this a little bit last week, too, but we didn't get too in-depth to it. I got Fitzmagic versus Tyler Heineke at the starting quarterback. Um, in my opinion, I think uh, Fitzpatrick is going to win it at first. Um, Heineke's a sleeper, though. I mean, they've been saying they've both been making good plays uh, in training camp, but uh, it all depends on how Fitzpatrick performs throughout the season and i think heineke can come and take his job mid-season but i mean fitzpatrick is gonna have to like show real signs of struggle and i don't think that's gonna happen this season this is his first year where he has like solid talent actual around team. yeah you know, he has an actual team wrong, but uh didn't heineke almost beat your boy stand oh man <laughs> he did remember uh, that yep. <laughs> remember that diving diving touch goal line dive <laughs> um uh stan did you give your teams yet uh, well, y'all already covered one of them. One of my teams is the Bears, so y'all already talked about that. Okay, okay. Then no, just Our bad. Us, then just give us your... <laughs> you should have uh, cut us off. Give us your Patriots battle real quick. Well, Mac Jones versus Cam Newton, but it's not really a, ba- a, really a battle. because I'm hearing Bill a lot Belich- of things that they're really liking Mac, though. They do like Mac, but Bill Belichick came out and said that Cam is going to be the guy. That I think it's like, kind of like the same situation for yeah, the Bears. Like, yeah. that they're gonna ha- he's going to have to fail for Mac Jones to come in. Yeah. So that's really it. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was a great pod today, guys. I, we had great discussion. Uh, thank you for everybody tuning in. And uh, this is Corona League signing off. Thank you. Have a great one. Gavin out. Staying out. Peace.